Blog Talk Radio. What's up, angels? It's your girl, Adina Howard. Make sure you tune in to the Honey Lounge with Teddy Bear, Tuesday through Friday, 1 through 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Not only for the journey, 
but just in life experience in general, being able to incorporate that in your music. Absolutely. I think that, you know, music is, is the byproduct of a lifestyle. It's, it's, it's about a, a life of sacrifice, really. And so to be able to give music in a powerful way, you've got to live and breathe it. And I think that that's definitely one some of the things I've learned from some of the greats you mentioned. And also just personally, just understanding that it takes sacrifice. It takes a life of of really diving into it personally so that when you are performing, um, it comes from a deep place. You know what? I'm glad you used that word sacrifice because for me, I'm a little bit biased. And the reason why I say I'm biased is because I think a lot of the younger, quote unquote, younger artists don't really truly understand the art form and the sacrifice that you have to really be able to give 2000% of yourself to really Mm -hmm. go that extra mile because there's no such thing as being, they say, I want to have everything done in a way where it's perfect. We strive for perfection. And I think the greatest aspect is that we never reach perfection because we want to accomplish so much more for you as an artist. What do you feel that you need to accomplish? What are some of the things that you would like to, I guess, hone your skills a little bit better? Is it songwriting, more instrumentation, or maybe on a production end? What are some of the things that you would like to create and be better at? I think production is always something that I'm reaching for higher strides and, and really, you know, the more that goes into production, the more um, you can really get your message across. And so production, um, I talk, I'm talking mainly stage, stage productions. And also right. I love the continuation of um, instruments and, and just being a musician and continually to be a better musician. That's a big a part of it for me. Cause I just love music that is driven from, bass riffs, guitar riffs, and, and things like that in the organic nature. So that, for me, is a really big part. Um, and then just storytelling. I think that storytelling is, is what drives all the music. And so being able to tell a great story is just so important, I think. Storytelling and transparency have always gone hand in hand. For you, yes. how long did it take for you to be comfortable enough or to be somewhat comfortable in your own skill to your own skin to being able to be okay with showing a certain level of transparency to the listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it it is very vulnerable thing to put yourself out there and be honest in, in your writing and, and tell stories that come from a deep place. So yeah, it takes a minute. I think that, um, you know, earlier years I was a little more reluctant to go to the deeper places, but the moment I did that, I found that it was so healing to myself personally. And then I found that so many people could relate to it because their own personal journey and it, the song meant so much to them because it resonated. So I think that really when I, the moment I realized that, that's when I realized it was okay to be vulnerable because there was so much of the world that needed that. I don't, I've never liked the terminology, <clears throat> excuse me, fans, because to me it sounds so generic. I've always liked, family, supporters, uh, people who really, truly appreciate your music. Mm -hmm. You've had a lot, I mean, an overabundance of family members who love you, love your music. What has it meant to you to receive that kind of affirmation from so many people who really respect you as an artist? 
it's very humbling and I'm truly grateful because, you know, the, the love they give is what encourages me and inspires me to keep going. And, and they're also giving back in such a powerful way. So it is really, I mean, I, I'm feel so grateful and blessed every time I step on stage and someone expresses their gratitude or shares their story. Um, it's deeply moving. And I just, I'm, I'm just forever grateful for the family and the extended family and, and the constantly continuing to build that family. Is two Judith Hills is one that I've seen do numerous interviews. And then it's the Judith Hill that I've seen perform live. I don't know who that is. It's a completely different entity. Have you ever gone back a lot of times and just look at your performance and just kind of have that sort of out of body experience and say, wow, that was really me doing this because you seem <laughs> so engaged. And so just in a, in a, I like to say in a dreamscape where there's so much connection with the listeners, with the audience. It's like it just takes you to another level. How do you come down after having that that kind of high after a performance? Well, the, the goal is to stay up and never come down okay. <laughs> and, allow, <laughs> and allow that to, that to be the, the driving force of all all life. I love the moments on stage. It's what I live and breathe for. Um, it is truly an out-of-body experience to be on stages and feel that 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 energy, the surge of energy. It's it's very um, intangible and invisible in nature, and I and I live for that. And I think that that is what drives, you know, everything. And um, it's the love and the the conviction and the power and the reason why we do the music. Um, so yeah, I I I I think that those are the the moments of all the moments, and um, I continue to. I think once I get off the stage, it's when I, 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 I want to be able to continue in that, in that place. But, you know, then sometimes the mundane world kind of pulls you back into things that you're like, uh, but the goal is to stay up there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. The mundane world. It's like I yeah. go from the Taj Mahal where all of a sudden now, you right. know, you need to take out the trash. The trash man is running. I definitely get it from the creative process um, for you. When you started working on this album, what comes first to you? Is it melody first or you just put the emphasis on working as far as on your lyrics before anything else? Every song has a different starting point. Some songs on the record started from clearly like the bass line or the guitar line. And some songs came from just the, the, the lyric. Like I needed to write a song about this particular thing. And so um, I think that, that that's why, you know, that's why songs come out so differently and, and the emotions are driven differently. Um, sometimes I get the information from the baseline. The baseline will tell me this is what this song is about, and you can't fight it, you can't deny it, you can't change the the message because it's in the baseline already. And then some songs, it's like you can write the music to the story, you know. Stories, um, like you said earlier, telling a story, um, making the story relatable, where people have all we've all experienced certain things in our life. Um, for you, how important is it to you as an artist that when you're out there performing or just creating a song or creating an album, that you're able to have that connection with the listeners? Because we see so many 
just things that are not real, especially now in music, because everything is driven by people. And it's kind of hard to find someone that we can relate to. They can, we can relate to the artists and artists can relate to us. How important is it that you keep that part, that essential part of yourself as an artist? Oh, I think it's very important. I think that being relatable comes automatically when you're honest. Um, so I think that honesty and, and genuineness, like if you're genuine about what you're saying and it comes from the heart, I think that that's when you'll find you there are other people that resonate with what you're saying. I think that the moment you're trying to do something um, to get, you know, you know, a hit record or, or, or for other reasons, like my A&R needs a certain song, you know, for us to be successful. I think that's probably, I find in my own experience when you stop being relatable because then you're doing it for other reasons. But I find that, you know, when you're most honest and you're really just speaking from the heart, people automatically are going to relate to you. Listening to this album, and I've listened to the entire album. How many songs did you actually leave off the album? Because it seems as though, just for me, that you had enough material that you could have put a double album or a double, <laughs> a double CD yeah. together. How many songs did actually did, that did not make the cut? Oh, several songs, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's so much music. <laughs> um, that's just the nature of being an artist. You just write a lot right. of songs. And then I think, yeah, with the, with the album, it, was, it broke my heart because there was a lot of really great songs that didn't make it. But it was just from my own like decisions. Like, it, it, this is a better flow. You're going with the flow of the album. And then some songs don't really flow. So, right. hey, it's the next album. They they, they leave leaves room for you to put out another record, you know. Because <laughs> I'm listening and said, man, I can only imagine how many songs that didn't make the album. Because each song, it takes you on a journey. And then you get on that particular journey. And it's like, hey, I'm feeling comfortable. And all of a sudden, Judas said, no, we're making a right turn on Albuquerque. We're going in a different, <laughs> we're going in a different yeah. direction. It's like you keep people guessing as far as what you're going to do on each track, listening to the title track, Golden Child. Then we switch from that and we go to Hey Stranger. And then one of my other mm -hmm. favorites, Irreplaceable Love. Lord, at first yeah. I said, okay, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that song right there, what does that particular song mean to Judith Hill? Wow. I mean, that song is a really... Um powerful song for me. I, I wrote it when I was really broken. I was grieving a lot of just hard relationship. And, and I wanted to write a song that really depicts the nature of, of, of love that you didn't have to worry about, you know, it going away or, you know, cause so, so many times love, love is so fleeting and you're like, why does someone love me? Is it because of X, Y, and Z? And what if, I didn't have X, Y, and Z, would they not love me anymore? So I wanted to write a song about, you know, pure, unconditional love that was was going to always be there. And that's why I wrote Irreplaceable Love to just really depict that and, and just this feeling of safety and love and love that will never go away. And I think that, like, especially in our day and age where everything is so temporal and, and people come and go, I really wanted to write a song about the feeling of, of 
never it never going away. Um, I think that's something we all long for as human beings um, in this you know world, this temporary world. You know, um, I'm glad you said that. And you know, the old adage is that we all have our quote unquote seasons, or a person is coming to your life for a particular season. But I gotta admit, sometimes you want to be a little selfish. You want you want to hold that person like Linus's blanket, just keep him he or she safe and sound. Never want to let him go. You just want to wrap him, wrap him, and hold him tight forever. And that's the vibe I get from uh, irreplaceable love. So let's get into it. I know the listeners are tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. And of course, we have the incredibly talented Judith Hill. Let's get into it. Golden Child, the album. One of the many hit singles from this album, Irreplaceable Love, here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio.
irreplaceable love. Irreplaceable love from the incredibly talented Judith Hill from the new album Golden Child, available as we speak via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, but for those who are like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to Amazon.com. And remember to get all the latest updates and tour information because Judith is about Judith is about to hit the road in January. So be sure to stop by her official website at www.judithhill.com. Life is full of, I like to call speed bumps. Um, for you as an artist, we all experienced that one time or another. For you, what has given you strength to bounce back from any type of adversity? Music, personally, what are some of the things or some of the people that have helped you or motivated you to go forward and do what you love? I think that, um, well, for me, personally, my relationship with God is what gets me going and and keeps me going through anything and just knowing who I am. I have an amazing family, too. My family has been incredibly supportive. My mom and my dad have just been there. And, and just a, a good group of friends here that are always looking out for me. So I've been I've been blessed to surround myself with a lot of really, really great people. You know, what I find interesting about you as an artist is that you are you're unafraid. You're not afraid to challenge yourself to become a better artist. What motivates you to be great? As a matter of fact, let's take it from, let's go from this segue. As a consumer, if you stepped back and listened to the entire album, Golden Child, what are some of the things that you feel as a consumer that really impresses you about this artist named Judith Hill and the album Golden Child? Um, well, you know, as a consumer personally, I I gravitate to stuff that makes me gives me that feeling, um, uh, the excitement of soul music and funk music and it in its rawest nature and, and and it's aggressive and powerful and 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 just really raw. Um, so as a consumer, I think Golden Child really gives people um, just a really like a very vintage quality and a solid feeling. It doesn't have too many, you know, glossy electronics or it's not trying to, you know, reinvent the wheel or anything. It's just good music that makes you feel good. It's not trying to be anything other than what it is, you know? Um, I think that a lot of times we're so obsessed with, oh, how do we, how do we sound modern? And the word modern to me is just a funny word to me because I'm like, Whatever is good, whatever makes you feel amazing, and, and that's what we should go for, not not something that we're trying to make happen, you know. You're absolutely correct. I know a lot of times when artists get in the studio, they put they, the emphasis is on so much as far as we got to make sure it's polished. We got to do this and do that. And it's like, to me, some of the best music that has ever been created has been raw. It's just been raw and rugged and just going going off of a vibe what is yeah. your vibe right now you're, again you're getting ready to go out 
on this massive tour. What are some of the things as far as what are some of your expectations for this tour? And what are your what are some of your expectations as far as for the album? How do you want people to view the album? Well, I'm really excited uh, going into 2019. We're going to be touring this album all over the world. And, you know, when people come to see the show, they're just going to be experiencing that energy you hear from the record, but on steroids because it's live and it's going to be, power, you know, energetic and all of those stuff, you know. So we really love to go for it on the uh-huh. shows. And our arrangements are, we really take you there. Um, so I want people to feel that experience. I want them to feel, uh, to stay in a euphoric state, feel the firepower coming from the grooves, you know, to really lock in to grooves that just work and, and are exciting. And I got some, you know, incredible musicians that are going to be with me that really understand this genre and can deliver the goods. Um, so it's, it's exciting. And, you know, I think that it's so rewarding when you, when you do a concert and you, and you feel the people have locked into you and you just don't want to stop. You want to keep it going all night, you know? If the Judith Hill today could get in Dr. Who's time machine and go back seven years what would the Judith Hill today say to the Judith Hill seven years ago? If you just had an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation about the future and about being a musician and the things that it takes to, to be an accomplished and respected musician, what would you say to her? I would tell her to get on those instruments right away, <laughs> fire everybody, <laughs> and started get 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 in the studio because that's exactly what I did when everything came together it was like when I took my own power back and um, I really decided this is what I want to do with my life and I love this to death and I learned how to do everything um, got rid of the cooks in the kitchen there were so many of them that you know right. clear out that space you're able to really come into your own isn't it amazing when you have complete control over your career, how much more you can get accomplished. Like you say, you have too many cooks in the too many cooks in the kitchen, and everybody's trying to cook and prepare different yeah. meals. And say, wait a minute, I have a particular meal that I want, but I'm seeing you're trying to do you know Cajun. The other one's cooking French. One is cooking Spanish. I mean, yeah. wait a minute. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe I want maybe I want a cheeseburger. Can we kind of stick with the cheeseburger and fries? I'm. I'm this is the direction that I'm going to go. So it's a, yeah. what does it mean to you to be, to have that level of independence now? Being an independent artist, having that level of creative control over your music and career, what does that mean now? In this era okay. where you see the, the labels are having massive control over the artists and they want them to be puppets, what does it mean to have that kind of control? Oh, it's very important to me to regain that control because that's when you when you finally sit in your own driver's seat you can you can start to build your team again but it's with you in in the driver's seat and you're you're surrounding yourself with people who are working for your vision and it's a totally different feeling from being you know uh in the in a big machine where they're telling you what they want you to do that's a very right. different feeling so I think it's important to have a team of people that are working because you only have so many hours in the day and you can't get everything done. You need people, you know, and, and, but it's important that you don't get lost in 
having people just do tell you what they think you should do. That's when it gets becomes a problem. So you got to really know who you are. Um, and I think that that's what I'm excited about right now in my life because I, I, I'm in the seat where I want to be and I have people that are helping with me with that. Well, it seems like now, my love, that you are definitely driving the magic school bus. You are in complete, <laughs> you are in complete <laughs> control of your career, and that is a beautiful thing. Golden Child, an incredible, incredible album. Um, I'm just hoping very soon after you get through finishing this world tour that you uh, happen to come down to Texas. We would love for you to come in Houston. We would love to have you in the oh, studio yeah, that'd be great. and perform. Yeah. It would definitely be a, be a beautiful vibe. Um, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being such respectful to the art form. And on a personal note, I, I told my uh, program director, I said, I want to say something to Judith when she gets on there. From a personal note, and I'm going to get myself together, um, I have been a long admirer. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to say my age. I'm in my 50s. I'm 53. And I have been a long admirer. And I held Prince in a very high regard. I can honestly say I loved that man and I respected everything that he did. And I want to personally, personally thank you being there with him on the airplane. Okay. I want to thank you for being there with him. Um, Wow. Um, Yeah. Oh, my I want to thank you for doing that. Um, and it was an honor for me to have you here. Thank you, know, you for having me. Vibing with us. Um, this is definitely your home away from home. Whatever you need, please don't hesitate to let us know. I promise myself we're going to lose it like this, but, you know, get caught up in your emotions. Mm-hmm. Time, no, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, And family, oh, my pleasure. Family, remember again, please go get this album and to support Judith, be sure to get on her website. You can catch up with her and support her on her Instagram page. That's at Instagram.com forward slash Judith Hill underscore official community and also on Twitter.com forward slash Judith Hill. And remember, get those tickets. You say, well, Teddy Bear, she's going to be traveling outside the country. Hey, Greyhound, camel, plane, do what you got to do <laughs> to see this incredibly talented artist perform live. That's at www.judithhill.com. My queen, much continued success. You be careful out there. Enjoy yourself. Knock them dead like my man once said. All the critics love you in New York, my love. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. <laughs> my pleasure. Stay strong, my love. Yeah. All Thank right. you. Very, Thank you. Happy very, holidays. Happy holidays. The very talented Judith Hill here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Wow, that got me. I had to get, man, trying to get control, trying to keep control. It's hard when you get old. <laughs> 3.33 p.m. Central Standard Time here, vibing with the teddy bear in the zone. Let's get lost with some more Judith Hill from an album, Golden Child. Yes, Lord, with Hey Stranger here in the zone of LOTO Radio. 
Teddy Bear to take you back just a little bit. Classic. Jesse Johnson. Can you help me? From Jesse Johnson's review. My goodness. 19, what, 85. My goodness. Been a long time. <laughs> Here in the zone. Have a little TL radio. Want to send out a very special thank you to the incredibly talented Judith Hill. Thank you. Thank you so much. From the bottom of the Teddy Bear's heart. Thank you so much. Love you more than you'll ever know. Thank you. And family, be sure that you get our new album, Golden Child, available on iTunes, Google Play, and also on uh, Spotify. And uh, you know if you're adventurous, head over to Amazon.com. And to get all the latest updates, touch your fingers to the walking, stop by her official website. She is about to go out on a world tour starting in January, just a couple of weeks away at www.judithhill.com. Also on Instagram, Judith Hill underscore official community and on twitter.com forward slash Judith Hill. My goodness. It has been an incredible 2018. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. I felt the need here to provide the need just like Linus's blanket here to make you and help you become a little bit more comfortable safe and sound, so to speak. My goodness, uh, for those who tuned in late, shame on you. Teddy Bear does forgive you. He loves you so much, but that's okay. You can listen and catch the interview in its entirety. Yeah, just pull up that little app on your phone. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, uh, you name it, wherever. All you have to do is type in these magical words, L-O-T-L, The Zone. Yes, Lord. So it is written. So it shall be done. Well, it's my time. Got a boogie. Got to catch this chocolate galactic spaceship and head on over to the North Pole. Have a little chat and sit down with old Jolly Segnick. Maybe have a little cup of wine. Maybe a glass of wine or two. Who knew? And who knows? (laughs) I want everyone to have a fantabulous Christmas. Have a wonderful weekend. And as we say in the zone, as always, keep it soulful. I'm going to leave you with my girl, Alita Adams. I don't care how you get here. Just get here when you can. Lord have mercy. Here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. the boat.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.